Hey, welcome back to the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. My name is Eric. And my name is Mac. And if this is your first time tuning in, checking us out, first of all, thank you. Welcome aboard. We appreciate you being here. Um, little history as to what we do here and why we do it. Uh, Mac and I have been friends for decades. Decades. Very, very long time. Um, and when we were kids and we met, you know, the first thing we kind of bonded over was our, our love of music. And uh, we've always kind of carried that as, uh, you know, just our thing, even into adulthood. Like every time we hang out or talk on the phone or whatever, it always ends up being about music in one way or another. And uh, that's what inspired the podcast. I mean, we just, we love talking about music. That's all we've ever done. And uh, the way we think is, hey, if, if music is life, then uh, life is a mixtape because we love all kinds of music. We talk about all kinds of music and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Absolutely. And today we're going to do things a little bit different. Yeah. I don't even... I don't even know what to call this. I love the idea. I have no idea what to call it either. The The idea was that normally we have a, a plan. We have a topic that we've researched ahead of time. Today, we're just kind of like winging it. I have no idea what topics Mac is about to throw at me, and he has no idea what I've come up with to talk about. So what would you call it? A, a cornucopia. <laughs> 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 a cornucopia. All right, I'll go with that. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> the cornucopia. Um, All right, but yeah, hey, before we jump in, just want to uh, ask everybody out there listening, you know, whatever uh, platform you're on, you know, rate us, review us, uh, subscribe, uh, anything you can do to help us out with those algorithms, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's jump into this. Like Eric said, we really haven't talked about this in advance. We're just gonna throw <laughs> random topics at each other and then have a conversation. So. Who wants to go first tonight, Eric? What do you, what do you think? Um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of excited to to throw this first uh, round at you. So I'll, I'll just, if you're cool with it, man, I'll jump in. So are we going to try to like, we both going to come up with an answer to the topic or is it just one of us? So my first round, my first topic here is going to be kind of Jeopardy style. I'm Ooh. going to give you clues and I want you to figure out who I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I think uh, some of these are going to be gimmies. You're going to just, I mean, piece of cake. And then others might be a little bit tough. So let's see how you do. Okay. All right. So the topic is... Uh, siblings in popular music. Oh, okay. Now I'm, I'm sure a few have already just immediately come to mind for you. Yep. We're, we're fans of actually quite a few bands off the top of our heads that have siblings in the band, yeah. but uh, I'm going to, and I may throw some of those easier ones at you too, but I'm going to try and dig a little deeper. Okay. A test. We're starting with a test. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gate. All right. This first one is uh, an American rock band formed in 1961 in Hawthorne, California have Sold in excess of 100 million records worldwide. Wow. Multiple brothers. Now, you know, a lot of times it's like you know, two brothers or a brother and sister or two sisters. This is this is actually brothers. One, two, three. So it's three brothers and also their cousin is in the band. Oh, it's the Beach Boys. Ah, there you go. Ah, it, right. Nice job. Right. Nice job. Was it the cousin that did it for you, or was it just the the amount of family members in the group? Right. As soon as you hit the number three, and then you yeah. mentioned the cousin, like, okay, there it is. Right yeah, there. Of course, I'm talking. Yeah. Uh, Brian Dennis and Carl Wilson and their cousin Mike Love was uh, right. the lead singer of the band. So yeah, yeah, Beach Boys uh, actually, yeah, three brothers and a cousin. Kind of cool. Hundred million. Records. Can you imagine? Jeez. They were huge, dude. Man, that's 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 a lot of records, man. I tell you what, man. You put me on a beach and you play. Wouldn't it be nice? And I'm oh, I'm, in, I'm in heaven, man. I'm in heaven. 
Right. So many great songs. So many great yeah. songs. Well, all right. Nice job. That one was that one was uh, now that we've talked about it, I'm going to give that a five on the on the difficulty scale. OK, this is this is going to be great. All right. Uh, this is an American rock band formed. They were formed in El Cerrito, California. Uh, to say exactly when the band was formed, it's a little bit weird because they actually formed in 1959, but they had numerous name changes. Okay. So they settled on the name that they became famous for in 1967, but technically they'd been a band since 1959. Their most successful years were between 1969 and 71, had a slew of hits. They broke up in 72, so they kind of like- Oh, it's got to be Greedens. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice job. Nice yes. job. Yeah, the brothers, uh, John and Tom Fogarty. Nice job, nice, dude. dude. Yeah, what are they, that's such a crazy story, man. It's like they spent all these years playing clubs and, and getting nowhere and doing all these things. They finally get some fame. I mean, like 10 years later. Yeah. They're hugely famous for like three years and then they break up. I know, man. What a band. Oh, God. So Such many. Such a great band. So many great songs. Yeah. Check out Creedence Clearwater Revival's greatest hits, man. It's just yeah. all good stuff. And they're one of those bands, too, that you, you think, oh, yeah, I know a couple songs. You listen to the greatest hits, you're like, oh, I know that one. Oh, I know that one. Oh, I know that yep. one. Oh, I know. They're like. Every single one, man. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Yep. And uh, movie soundtracks. I mean, they've been in everything, man. Been everything. Including The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski, of course. Yes, yes, yes. One of our all-time favorite movies. <laughs> yeah. You'll probably hear us reference The Big Lebowski more than more than a couple times throughout, you know, yeah, listening. Yeah, most but, likely. All right. So let's see. What do we got for you next? Okay. Here's here's one. Another American band uh, formed in Chicago, Illinois, 1969. This band has sold in excess of 90 million records worldwide. They are uh, a mix of funk, soul, R&B, jazz, just monster, monster band. Uh the leader of the band, who is the main songwriter, and he was also co-singer. They, they, there was a million people in this band. They actually had two lead singers. They had a, more of a falsetto guy, and then they had a baritone guy. So, so his name was Maurice, and uh, he and his brother formed the band. Uh, six Grammys. I think it was something like 17 nominations, but six Grammys. When you said Maurice, I went to Earth, Wind & Fire. And you would be absolutely correct, yes. Oh, yeah, Maurice and yes. uh, is it Verdine? Is that how you say it? But yeah, the bass player. Cowed yeah. long straight hair. He's yeah. cool as hell, dude. But yeah, man, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice job. You're doing okay with this. Ooh, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> Give me some more. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me see here. Okay. We're going to travel down south in the United mm -hmm. States. This is a band that uh, mostly known for, you know, they kind of came out in the new wave era, little band from Athens, Georgia, uh, formed in 1976. The only band I know from Athens, Georgia is R.E.M. It's not R.E.M. There's another really big band from Athens, Georgia. Okay, I need more clues, okay. Uh, brother and sister, in this particular act, uh, Ricky and Cindy Wilson. Ricky plays guitar. Uh, Cindy Wilson is uh, vocals and percussion. They hit major, major success in the 80s. Again, they were kind of one of those MTV bands. They were all over MTV. They had a pretty outrageous look. The, the core members, there were two guys and two girls in the band. It was the B-52s? It's B-52s, absolutely. Oh, yeah, wow. man. Okay. Athens, Athens, Georgia. Yeah, R.E.M. and B-52s, two biggest bands come out of Athens. I had no idea there was a family connection in that band. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. So there you go. <sighs> okay. Whew. How you feeling? I feel, I feel fantastic. <laughs> You're doing pretty good, dude. All right. <laughs> doing all right. 
Okay, here's uh, here here's one. Uh, uh, this is kind of a gimme, but I, I just want to I just want to talk about them because I love them. <laughs> right out of the gate, you're gonna get it because when I say they're an American horror punk band, you're immediately <laughs> you're immediately gonna say the <laughs> Yeah, Jerry Only and uh, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein are uh, brothers from New Jersey. That yeah, Jerry Only actually started the band with Glenn Danzig, and yep. his brother uh, Doyle wasn't actually the original guitar player, but uh, he was. Jerry's kid brother was like 16 years old and he was roadie for the band and uh, they were kind of teaching him how to play guitar as he was like roadieing for the band and one day their guitar player flaked out in the recording session and they were like hey kid you want to be in the band and like 16, 17 years old, he's in the Misfits. So yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy story. But um, but yeah, so the classic lineup of the Misfits, yeah, Jerry only and uh, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, which is just one of the greatest rock star names ever yeah that is, that's pretty i mean yeah. other than blackie lawless I yeah, think that's, yeah. Probably <laughs> that's another good one that's a blackie lawless fantastic <laughs> all right what do you think you want a couple more uh give me yeah i'm ready for one give me one more all right should i give you a volleyball here and just let you spike it you tried that in the last episode and i fucked it up so. <laughs> all right all right i found one i found one this one this one uh yeah you're you're gonna enjoy this one <laughs> They're kind of the antithesis uh, of the Misfits. Uh, this is a band that was started by brothers Michael and Robert, and they were a uh, huge Christian rock band in the 80s. Oh, go Nelson? on. No. Um, oh, no, that's a good guess. But no, not Nelson. Nelson. Striper. <laughs> there you go. Striper. Yeah. For those of you not familiar with Striper, that's something. Yeah. To hell with the devil. To hell with the devil. Graham. Dude, not, not, a, not a church guy. Never have been. It's cool right. if that's your thing. Awesome. Dude, but, but I don't even care that they're a Christian rock band. They're, they were so good. They were great musicians. Killer songs, great musicians. And uh, the drummer, Robert Sweet, was so much fun to watch. He, he was like the first guy that I remember seeing. He would set his drum set up sideways so you could actually watch him play. Yeah. Really, really cool stuff. He had his cymbals were hanging from chains, chains and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He had a signature sound too. Like Yeah. He, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, Striper's a fun band. So uh, do, you, do yourself a favor. Go check out some 80s hair metal with a uh, with a biblical message. And, and and they wore striped outfits. So they did. Yes. They did. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yellow and black. Yeah. Yeah. They actually had an album called Yellow and Black Attack. <laughs> There's nothing more 80s than that, huh? No, no not at all. <laughs> all right, man. Well, dude, you did pretty good, dude. Again, some of them were easies, but, um, you know, some of those were somewhat difficult. And I think you figured Yeah, there was well. a couple of challenges in there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Nice job. Well, it's again, it's a very long list, so I can always uh, bring that back up another time if you, if you feel the need. All right. All right. What you got? Oh, God, I'm so nervous. I know you came up with crazy shit for me. For this one. I'm going to throw out a topic and I'm going to give you time to think about it while I'm talking about it first. Okay. That's fair. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the topic is best use of cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Now, All right. you know, I know that everyone knows the, the SNL skit with Christopher Walken and Will Ferrell and everyone loves it. Explore the space, baby. Explore the space. <laughs> but- yeah, the, the cowbell is no joke. Like, it's added so much to so many songs. Oh, my God. So, for me, the mm -hmm. best use of cowbell is Skid Row, Monkey Business. Oh, man. Of course, that was oh. one of the first ones that came to mind for me, too. Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, that is aggressive yeah. cowbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 1991 album, Slave to the Grind. But what I love about the use of cowbell in that song is, for a lot of songs, you hear the cowbell 
at the beginning of the song. It's part of an intro. Right. And then it, and then it vanishes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not in <laughs> monkey business. Drummer Rob Afuso just, he keeps coming back to that. And yeah. Just beating the piss out of that cowbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout the entire song. And it sounds so good. It's so strong. For me, like, I hear that cowbell, that intro with Sebastian Bach screaming over it. Like, I, I, how can you not get fired up? Like, it's Dude. just... <laughs> that, so that, is, that is such such a great song and i agree wholeheartedly that was actually the first one that did pop into my head too when you said that um because yeah. yeah there's the 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 melodic like intro the you know yep. the um the clean channel guitar and sebastian just singing kind of low and setting mm-hmm. the tone for the song and then just as it's about yeah. to smash you in the face you hear Tunk, 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 tunk. I mean, this nasty ass loud cowbell. That yeah. cowbell had to have been like 14 inches long, too. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was so loud. Size oh of a fucking God. shoebox. Yeah, yeah, dude. And yeah, Rob Afuso, it was a hard, hard hitting drummer, too. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just beat the snot out of that thing. And then, you know, every chorus, right back to that cowbell, man. Right. Keep coming back to it. Yes. It's so good. That is, uh, that is, yeah, that's, that's, that's some, uh, some fantastic use of the cowbell. I'm going to go back one a little bit further back for me. And it's not that relentless. Like he, he doesn't use it over and over again in the song, but when he does, Mm -hmm. it's about as cool a fucking two and a half seconds as you can ever get as a drummer. And I'm talking about Tommy Lee from Motley Crue on yep. Livewire. Livewire, That yes. one little break, dude. He just counts off and the band goes back in for no reason. It's like at the end of the song. And he's just doing these weird little fills and stuff, you know, and and he does this count off on the cowbell and it's just spectacular. <laughs> yeah, yes. Always, always love that one little part in that song, man. It's so good. I- it's just funny you mentioned, I was just driving around, you know, in the car with my daughter the other day and that song came on and I was like, hang on, listen to this cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great little moment. So as long as we're talking about the cowbell. Yeah. Right. Let's throw out some honorable mentions here. Okay. You know, let's go back to the OG. Let's go Charlie Watts with Honky Talk Women. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's just such a great off-tempo kind of. Yeah, just, yeah, It's yeah. wonderful. Such an underappreciated drummer. Like, drummers love him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the average music fan who likes the Stones, he's not going to be the first person people mention when you say, you know, the, the amazing musicianship, you know, within the Stones. Oh, what did Keith used to say to him? Something like, uh, you're the bed that I lie in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, Charlie was great, man. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Like, that band wouldn't have been nearly as good with any other drummer. No. He was the perfect drummer for that band. Yeah. Uh, Guns N' Roses, Night Train. Oh, Night Train. Oh, great cowbell. Yep. Um, Steve Adler. Um, And this this one's really aggressive. Mississippi Queen by Mountain. I was just going to say Mississippi Queen, dude. I (laughs) swear to you, that was just about to come out of my mouth because that's another one, man. Oh, yeah. It just starts off with the, oh. And just, and what a great song anyway. That riff is killer. The riff is great. The delivery is killer. Like, everything about that song is so good, man. I love that song. Mountain. Uh Yes. The late great Leslie West. Yeah. God. He was a beast of a guitar player, too. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Good Times, Bad Times. Oh, man. John Bond yeah. could do no wrong anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yep. And hey, let's not forget Beastie Boys. Hey, ladies. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> You're absolutely yeah, right. Funky. Yep, that is some fantastic use of cowbells. Oh my God, that album is amazing. Paul's Boutique. Oh, yes. Oh, that's my favorite Beasties album. It, oh, mine too, hands down. Yeah, hands down yeah. my favorite. And then I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Lowrider by War. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Uh, so that another great song. My God. These are all amazing tracks. Right, so don't be don't be disrespecting the cowbell out there. No, hell no, you know, hell no. You know, and I feel like you know it's about damn time the cowbell came back. Yeah, someone needs to bring yeah. it back. Somebody yeah. needs to bring back the cowbell, man. <laughs> I don't know who it's gonna be. Somebody step up. It. Somebody yeah. step up. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for right. my next topic? Yes, let's do it. All right. This is this is uh this is a fun one. Now, now I'm not quizzing you. Um I, I will tell you a brief story and and give you, you know, a little time like you did for me to think about it. The topic is a song that will forever be associated with a major event in your life. Could be good, could be bad, could be both. I've I've got an example of each. Hmm. Um, but a song that, you know, maybe it was playing when something happened. But every time you hear it, you are instantly transported back to that moment in time. Uh, my first one, I'll give you, I'll, right out of the gate, I'll give you a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is many, 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 many moons ago when I was a, a, a much younger lad, if you will. And uh, it was a week before my 17th birthday. I had my first car, a 1973 oh. Ford Maverick. And yes, my nickname in high school was the Maverick Man. Yes. And yes. oh, God, I loved that car. <laughs> that car was something special. It was fire engine red. It was just uh, beautiful condition. It had the black and, land out top. Like, uh, and can I just go, getting back to your title as the Maverick Man? Yeah, I yeah. need to inform listeners that <laughs> we would sing that to Eric, yes, we, like yes. we were singing along to Hearts, Magic Man. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to do it now, man. You got to sing it. <laughs> well, I can't hold those notes like like Dan Wilson. It's way up, too, up way too high, but. <laughs> But the line was, yeah, try, try, yeah. try to understand. Yeah, yeah. He's the Maverick Man. He's the Maverick Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What I would what I would do to, to have that car today. Oh my God. It was it was beautiful. Well, a week before my 17th birthday, <laughs> the car got a lot smaller when I rear-ended somebody. Uh, it was a, uh, a a hazy day. It had been raining and I, I had a half day from school. And so I was home early. I was home much earlier than I should have been or in my hometown. And uh, yeah, man, driving through town, car came out with high beams on, young and experienced driver, got distracted. What the fuck? You know, and next thing I know, I'm like in this truck's bumper. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. I totally <laughs> rear-ended this truck, it just destroyed my car, um, totaled it. No more Maverick. And what's crazy about it is, I had the radio on, not even paying attention to what was playing. It was just background noise. I was not really listening, right? Yeah. Boom. My face bounces off the windshield. I land in the front seat. And I like, you know, holy, I'm having my holy shit moment. Like, did that really just happen? And I hear, fucking in excess, devil inside is playing on my car stereo. And I didn't even realize again that it was playing until the moment like the crash you know the, the the half a second later i'm in my seat trying to figure out what the fuck just happened and all i can hear is in excess and and it kills me because i really like that song yeah yeah and i love in excess 
and just, but anytime I hear it, man, I I'm instantly, I just crashed my car at like, yeah. so that that's, that's a tough one, man. Cause I, yeah. again, I, I love the song, but man, it hurts every yeah, time I hear it, it. Brings back terrible memory. Every time <laughs> it you hear does. it. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there you go. Wow. Okay. You got one. I, I got a, I got a couple. I'm trying to figure out which one to go with maybe 15 years ago. Okay. I take a trip out west with my father. Okay. It's just the just the two of us out in uh you know like South Dakota, you know, going to the badlands and checking out crazy horse. Awesome. You know, we're just out there just the two of us and uh on our we had to fly home out of Denver. So okay. we were going to spend a night in Denver. We get to Denver and we're just uh you know walking around having a good time. We did we went bowling. And at the time, I don't know if they still do this in Denver. At the time, they had pianos. There was like a um, a stretch of downtown Denver where they just left pianos out. Old, old beat to shit pianos that anybody could sit down. And oh, yeah, play. yeah, yeah. So there's me and my dad. We just finished this great trip together. And we're walking down through this little area in Denver. We grab an ice cream. We grab ice cream cones. We sit down on a bench right next, right. And there's one of those pianos behind us. And this little girl, she couldn't have been more than 10. Yeah sits down at a piano right behind us and starts playing Let It Be. No way. And me and my dad, we didn't say a word. We just looked at each other like, this is the coolest fucking thing we've ever That's done together. So like, it was so cool. Like we just, like I said, this, the journey we went on together out west. Like, yeah, you know, and uh, it was like part of a, a time in our life when we were coming back together, really understanding each other and you know, the yeah. relationship was really strong and we do this trip and we're eating ice cream, you know, in the middle of this beautiful city <laughs> in Denver. And this little girl walks up and plays Let It Be on the piano. That's we, awesome, dude. Yeah, what a cool man. moment. Yeah. So anytime I hear that song, it takes yeah. me back to sitting on a bench in Denver eating a vanilla soft serve with my dad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and some that's little, fantastic. Some little kid sitting at a piano. So yeah, yeah, that's the one. That, that's the one I'm going to go with. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and the randomness of the fact that it was this little girl that goes up and starts playing, and not like a street performer who just right. happened to be there or something. This random right. little girl starts right. playing. Let it be. Right. She's with her parents. They'd been out to dinner or something like that. Like you know, and that's clearly so she'd cool. taken some lessons. You know, so she just sat down and started playing. Nice. Yeah. That's super cool. Right on. Yeah, my other good one uh, is. My wedding song, actually. So Chris and I, we have a few bands that cross over that we both enjoy. But for the most part, I tend to listen to a little more extreme stuff. And, you know, she's not really into a lot of the stuff I listen to. But one of the bands that we completely agree we both adore is Queen. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we got married, we didn't want just the cheesy, hokey, typical first dance song. You know, you're not yeah. playing fucking Celine Dion or something in my way. Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, we we picked You're My Best Friend by Queen. And uh, so that song now is just, you know, again, it's loved the song before I even knew Chris, but uh, you know, we got married our first dance song now it's even even more special and i'll tell you what dude anytime we listen to a lot of queen in this house yeah and anytime i hear that song i think i think of your wedding that's what's up dude i think of you and chris i really do i mean 
I remember watching that that dance, that first dance, and yeah, yeah, that yeah. song came on, and I was just like, "This is fucking cool, man! This look at this dude out there. They picked this great song." And so I just any, again, anytime I hear it, I think of you two at your wedding. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, and it it's cool because it's it's just slow enough where you can slow dance to it. You yeah, know, it's right. again, but it's not your typical cheesy, you know, right first dance song. So yeah, yeah we, we we thought it was cool, but. Yeah, that song now forever has a, a special meaning. So that's cool that you think of that too, though. I appreciate that. Yeah, right on. Oh boy. Are you ready for this? This next thing we're going to go into here, I, I put this together knowing that I was going to be torturing you. I knew <laughs> I was, Oh God! I had this evil maniacal like laugh going all day because I just knew <laughs> what this was going to do to you. So this is going to be the lightning round or as we, I like to call it, the ride, the lightning round. <laughs> Ride the lightning round. <laughs> you throw in that Metallica riff. Um, so I'm going to throw a bunch of either ors at Aaron. Okay. And we got to fly through this list. And you just got to make a call. And we can go back. at When the list is done, maybe we can go back and talk some things through. Because I know some of these choices you're going to have to make are going to kill you. And then, of course, I'm going to want to go back and be like, but but here's why I had to yeah. pick that yeah, and exactly. defend so, it. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll save it. some All time right. for that. But as far as going through, <laughs> I've got, dude, I've got 20 of these. I'm going to blast at you right oh, now. Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I think so, man. Fire <laughs> away. Okay. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? David Lee Roth. Yes. Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses? <laughs> oh, wait. You're, you're, you're going to agree or disagree <laughs> Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I wasn't ready for that. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses? Motley Crue. Okay. Steven Adler or Matt Sorum? Oh, Steven Adler. Yes. The Clash or the Sex Pistols? Sex Pistols. Wrong. I know you probably disagree on that one. Uh, (laughs) Beatles or Stones? Oh, see, that one sucks. I got the Stones. Yeah, Beatles. Uh, (sighs) Lennon or McCartney? Oh, Lennon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, uh, Taylor Swift. I'm not offering an opinion on that one because I'm not getting in the middle of that shit. Yeah, and yeah. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was the smart fucking answer. I just ruined my own life. But I will explain. We'll circle back okay, to okay. that one. Stevie Ray Vaughan or Eddie Van Halen? Oh, oh dude. <laughs> come on. That's not even fair. Fuck. <laughs> I can't. Dude, I can't. You gotta, you gotta pick one. Ah, fuck. Oh, this is the hardest one yet, dude. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying, I really am trying to be fast. I really am. Fuck. Mm-hmm. We can come back to it. Uh, yeah, we gotta. We gotta come back. I can't. I can't okay, do it. Okay. I can't do it. Okay. Cliff Burton or Robert Trujillo? Oh, Jesus, dude. Um, Cliff. Clay okay. Burton. Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. Yes. Yeah. Brian Johnson or Bon Scott? Oh, Bon Scott. Yes. Angus or Malcolm Young? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, oh, oh, God, dude, stop it. Um, I'm not even a fucking guitarist. But, um, oh, fuck. Angus. <laughs> That hurt. It that hurt, didn't it? It did. <laughs> I can see you're dying. Uh, um, Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Oh, 
from Nirvana. Yes. Joey Jordison or Jay Weinberg? Joey Jordison. Tommy Ramone or Marky Ramone? <laughs> um, oh, uh, uh, Marky. Yes. Yeah. Ann or Nancy Wilson? Oh, geez, you're fucking goddamn. <laughs> um, uh, Ann. The Rizza or the Jizza? <laughs> the Jizza, he's a genius, bro. No, no, Bobby Digital. Come on. Um, uh, Zeppelin or Sabbath? Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sabbath. Wow. That that was tough. That's, I don't, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. Nickel- I don't. I don't even know if I mean that. <laughs> that was hard. Nickelback or Creed? Oh God! Can I just take the bullet? Um, Creed. Lemmy or God? <laughs> Trick question. Lemmy is God. Ah, all right. So, <laughs> no, we must go back. Oh God! You're really gonna make me do this? Stevie Ray Vaughan or Eddie Van Halen? Uh, two of my all-time favorites, man. Um, I don't even know how to because I can't. I can't pick based on I like one better than the other. So I'm trying to grab another criteria. I guess since I can't pick which one I like better, I would have to go. Okay, well, Eddie had more like influence as mm-hmm. a guitar player and as a musician, and it's, so I guess Eddie. But I, I can't, I can't, dude, that's like asking, that's like Sophie's Choice shit, dude. That's the one. Come on, man. As soon as I wrote that down, I'm like, this is the one. Uh, this is the one right here that's going to kill him. Because you know I'm a fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan nerd too, man. Uh, that was hard, yeah. Okay, I feel what, guilty either way. Any other, any yeah. others you want to go back and, and discuss and, and rationalize? Um, God, I was just so hung up on Eddie and Stevie Ray that I'm like, I'm, I'm blanking. Um, well, okay. So Joey Jordison, Jay Weinberg, yeah. for those of you who don't know, those are the two drummers that were in Slipknot at separate times. Uh, yeah. Joey Jordison, of course, the founding member, um, amazing drummer, and then exited the band. And Jay Weinberg, uh, son of Max Weinberg uh, from the E Street Band, took his place. Uh, as the, the new drummer was with the band for the last 10 years. Technically speaking, Jay Weinberg has, I think, a few more tricks in his bag than Joey did. I think yeah. he's a bit of a more accomplished drummer. So if you had said, who's the better drummer from a technical standpoint, I probably would go with Jay. Yep. I think he just is a little bit more, like I said, a few more tricks, uh, a little more technique. But without Joey Jordison. Jay Weinberg would not be the drummer he is today. Right, right. He influenced so many people in the hard rock and metal, you know, drumming community that his place in in history is is just too big. Yeah. To say, you know, it gun to my head. And plus, I mean, he plays on the most iconic Slipknot albums. Right. Jay, Jay's drumming on all the albums he's been on has been absolutely phenomenal. He's an amazing drummer, but I mean, Joey plays on the debut album. He plays on Iowa. He plays on All Hope Is Gone. I mean, he plays on all of these albums with that have the hits, and you know, yeah. just his influence is is endless. So you got to go with Joey. Gotta yeah. go with Joey. But you no said, shade to Jay. Love Jay Weinberg. And you said you wanted to revisit uh, Beyonce or Taylor Swift. Ah, ah, okay. If you had asked me that same question um, 
a year ago, I probably would have said Beyonce. Okay. Not because I didn't like Taylor Swift. I honestly know nothing about her or knew nothing about her. So again, not really on my radar that much, but I just, I enjoy who she's become. I, I think she's a good person. I just, I, I'm enjoying the chaos that her and Travis Kelsey are causing. <laughs> I love every minute of it. I love watching grown men freak out because, oh my God, they're showing Taylor Swift on TV. Who cares? Like, right. it, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, she's one of the biggest celebrities in the world right now. Of course, when she's in the crowd, they're going to put the camera on her a few yeah. times a game. I don't know. I just think she's mad cool and uh, nothing against Beyonce either. I think Beyonce is really cool. But yeah, just currently with yeah. the landscape of things, I, Taylor just gets a little leg up for me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. She's cool. Got I it. like Taylor Swift. So there you go. All right. Whew. That was brutal, man. That was tough. I felt, again, I felt yeah. like I was betraying somebody. <laughs> the drummers were easier choices. And again, like, well, you, 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 you did the Guns N' Roses one. You did uh, Steven Adler and, uh, and Matt Sorum. I mean, again, Matt Sorum, just 10 times the drummer Steven Adler was. Yeah. I mean, he's a great drummer. He worked with the call. I mean, he's been, you know, just so, so good. And again, very accomplished, very skilled um, Steven Adler was a basher, mm -hmm. you know, um, but he plays on those iconic records, man. Yeah. He was the guy playing cowbell on Night Train. So, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, again, perfect. Talk about perfect drummer for, for the band. Yeah. Yeah. That was Steven yeah. Adler all day. Those first Guns N' Roses records. All right. You made it through. That took a couple of years off my life, man. I'm uh, not going to lie. Dude, I was looking at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that hurt. You've been it rubbing hurt. your eyes and like rubbing sweat off your forehead and shit. Like, I really don't. <laughs> Got me messed up, man. Jesus Christ. That was intense. Well, there you go. That was uh, <laughs> the cornucopia <laughs> of, uh, of, of music banter. That was cool, man. That was fun, man. I mean, uh, yeah, like you said at the at the outset, we kind of normally go in with uh, just a, you know a, a basic idea of what yeah. we want to talk about. We do a little bit of research, but this one was just, you know, hey. Let it fly. It was free for him, man. We, yeah, we were, yeah. uh, it was like jazz tonight. We made jazz, man. <laughs> that was some Miles Davis shit right there. Oh, that's a great way to put it, dude. I never really thought of that. Right? Thanks, yeah. man. I've been sitting on that the whole episode. <laughs> waiting to drop that shit in. That's right. Big time. Well, all right. I tell you what, man. You know, we like to end the show with, you know, shout outs to some, you know, some new listeners and everything. But I, I need to go yeah. back. I need to go back. It, Anyone who listened to the last episode uh, knows that I I, uh, I made a little bit of a mistake uh, in, uh, in not knowing where, and I learned I was pronouncing it wrong too. So on oh, top no. of yeah, on top of pronouncing it Guadalupe instead of Guadalupe, uh -huh. I didn't know where it was. So we, um, in my shout out last week, it you know it wasn't much of a shout out because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> so, well, dude, I was I was zero help. I mean, obviously, you know, geography, not my thing. I'm calling it Guadalupe, too, and I had no idea either. So, yeah, don't don't, uh, but don't take it so hard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an island nation uh, in the southern Caribbean. OK. Uh, kind of around St. Kitts, Martinique in that area. OK. Yeah. So uh, not, now we, now I know I'm a, you know, I'm a little bit more educated. <laughs> well done. I appreciate yeah. you sharing. Yes. But also picked up uh, some uh, some listeners in Japan. Sweet. Mexico. Nice. Paris, France coming in. Also amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, in addition to, again, uh, all the listeners that we have here in the U.S. and elsewhere, 
uh, coming back and checking us out you know, over and over again. So yeah, I really appreciate, we definitely appreciate people who give us one listen, but people who, who come back and uh, check out every episode, we, uh, hey, we thank you. Absolutely. Uh, so also uh, get in touch with us. Tell us, uh, give us an episode idea. Tell us what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right, what you'd like to yeah, hear. Yeah, any feedback um, really. We're on Instagram at the greatest mixtape podcast. We're on Twitter or X at, uh, at greatest mixtape. We got our own YouTube channel called The Greatest Mixtape Podcast, or you could just email us at thegreatestmixtapepodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. Again, uh, show ideas or critiques of previous shows or things, you know, <laughs> that we might have said wrong or <laughs> we didn't know where some, an island nation was or something. You can, you yeah. Know, again, we always joke, we're just two idiots with microphones. We don't really, uh, <laughs> don't, don't take offense to anything stupid that comes out of our mouths. Yeah, trust us. We're not trying to be experts at anything. Um, no, it's <laughs> too much work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we even just change the name of the podcast to Two Idiots with Microphones." I mean, that <laughs> right, right. <laughs> might be the way to go. More honest. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, there you go. That's going to wrap up another episode for us. Uh, thanks again so much for being here. Until next time, this is the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. I'm Eric, and I'm Mac, and we're out of here. Thanks a lot. Yeah.